chapter sixteen of the bohemians of the latin quarter by henri murger translated by anonymous this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine chapter sixteen the passage of the red sea for five or six years marcel had worked at the famous painting which he said represented the passage of the red sea and for five or six years this masterpiece of colour had been obstinately refused by the jury in fact by dint of going and returning so many times from the artist's study to the exhibition and from the exhibition to the study the picture knew the road to the louvre well enough to have gone thither of itself if it had been put on wheels marcel who had repainted the canvas ten times over from top to bottom attributed to personal hostility on the part of the jury the ostracism which annually repulsed him from the large saloon nevertheless he was not totally discouraged by the obstinate rejection which greeted him at every exhibition he was comfortably established in the persuasion that his picture was on a somewhat smaller scale the pendant required by the marriage of cana that gigantic masterpiece whose astonishing brilliancy the dust of three centuries has not been able to tarnish accordingly every year at the epoch of the exhibition marcel sent his great work to the jury of examiners only to deceive them he would change some details of his picture and the title of it without disturbing the general composition thus it came before the jury once under the name of the passage of the rubicon but pharaoh badly disguised under the mantle of caesar was recognized and rejected with all the honours due him next year marcel threw a coat of white over the foreground to imitate snow planted a fir tree in one corner and dressing an egyptian like a grenadier of the imperial guard christened his picture the passage of the beresina but the jury had wiped its glasses that day and were not to be duped by this new stratagem it recognized the pertinacious picture by a thundering big piebald horse that was prancing on top of a wave of the red sea the skin of this horse served marcel for all his experiments in colouring he used to call it familiarly his synoptic table of fine tones because it reproduced the most varied combinations of colour with the different plays of light and shade once again however the jury could not find black balls enough to refuse the passage of beresina very well said marcel i thought so next year i shall send it under the title of the passage of the panoramas they're going to be jolly caught caught sang schaunard to a new air of his own composition a terrible air like a gamut of thunderclaps the accompaniment whereof was a terror to all pianos within hearing how can they refuse it without all the vermilion of my red sea mounting to their cheeks and covering them with the blush of shame ejaculated the artist as he gazed on his picture when i think that there is five hundred francs worth of colour there and at least a million of genius without counting my lovely youth now as bold as my old hat but they shan't get the better of me till my dying day i will send them my picture it shall be engraved on their memories the surest way of ever having it engraved said colline in a plaintive tone and then added to himself very neat that i shall repeat it in society marcel continued his imprecations which schaunard continued to put to music ah they won't admit me the government pays them lodges them and gives them decorations on purpose to refuse me once a year every first of march i see their idea i see it clearly they want to make me burn my brushes 
they hope that when my red sea is refused i will throw myself out of the window of despair but they little know the heart of man if they think to take me thus i will not wait for the opening of the exhibition from to-day my work shall be a picture of damocles eternally suspended over their existence i will send it once a week to each of them at his home in the bosom of his family in the very heart of his private life it shall trouble their domestic joys they shall find their roasts burnt their wines sour and their wives bitter they will grow mad rapidly and go to the institute in straight waistcoats ha ha the thought consoles me some days later when marcel had already forgotten his terrible plans of vengeance against his persecutors he received a visit from father medicis so the club called a jew named solomon who at that time was well known to all the vagabond of art and literature and had continual transactions with them father medicis traded in all sorts of trumpery he sold complete sets of furniture from twelve francs up to five thousand he bought everything and knew how to dispose of it again at a profit proudhon's bank of exchange was nothing in comparison with the system practised by medicis who possessed the genius of traffic to a degree at which the ablest of his religion had never before arrived his shop was a fairy region where you found anything you wished for every product of nature every creation of art whatever issued from the bowels of the earth or the head of man was an object of commerce for him his business included everything literally everything that exists even trafficked in the ideal he bought ideas to sell or speculate in them known to all literary men and all artists intimate with the palette and familiar with the desk he was the very asmodeus of the arts he would sell you cigars for a column of your newspaper slippers for a sonnet fresh fish for paradoxes he would talk for so much an hour with the people who furnished fashionable gossip to the journals he would procure you places for the debates in the chambers and invitations to parties he lodged wandering artistlings by the day week or month taking for pay copies of the pictures in the louvre the green room had no mysteries for him he would get your pieces into the theatre or yourself into the boudoir of an actress he had a copy of the almanac of twenty-five thousand addresses in his head and knew the names residences and secrets of all celebrities even those who were not celebrated a few pages copied from his waste-book will give a better idea of the universality of his operations than the most copious explanation could march twentieth eighteen forty something sold to monsieur l antiquary the compass which archimedes used at the siege of syracuse seventy-five francs bought of monsieur v journalist the entire works uncut of monsieur x member of the academy ten francs sold to the same a criticism of the complete works of monsieur x of the academy thirty francs bought of monsieur r literary man a critical article on the complete works of monsieur y of the academy ten francs plus half a weight of charcoal and four pounds of coffee sold to monsieur y of the academy a laudatory review twelve columns of his complete works two hundred fifty francs sold to monsieur g a porcelain vase which had belonged to madame dubarry eighteen francs bought of little d her hair fifteen francs bought of monsieur b a lot of articles on society and the last three mistakes in spelling made by the prefect of the seine six francs plus a pair of naples shoes 
sold to mademoiselle o a flaxen head of hair one hundred twenty francs bought of monsieur m historical painter a series of humorous designs twenty five francs inform monsieur ferdinand that the time when madame la baronne de t goes to mass and let him for the day the little room in the faubourg montmartre together thirty francs bought of monsieur j artist a portrait of monsieur isidore as apollo six francs sold to mademoiselle r a pair of lobsters and six pair of gloves thirty-six francs received three francs for the same procured a credit of six months with madame z dressmaker price not settled procured for madame z dressmaker the custom of mademoiselle r received for this three yards of velvet and three yards of lace bought of monsieur r literary man a claim of a hundred twenty francs against the blank newspaper five francs plus two pounds of tobacco sold monsieur ferdinand two love letters twelve francs sold monsieur isidore his portrait as apollo thirty francs bought of monsieur m a hundred weight and a half of his work entitled submarine revolutions fifteen francs lent madame la comtesse de g a service of dresden china twenty francs bought of monsieur g journalist fifty-two lines in his article of town talk one hundred francs plus a set of chimney ornaments sold to messrs o and company fifty-two lines in the town talk of the blank three hundred francs plus two sets of chimney ornaments let to mademoiselle s g a bed and a brougham for the day nothing see mademoiselle s g's account in private ledger folios twenty six and twenty seven bought of monsieur gustave c a treatise on the flax and linen trade fifty francs and a rare edition of josephus sold mademoiselle s g a complete set of new furniture five thousand francs for the same paid an apothecary's bill seventy-five francs for the same paid a milkman's bill three francs eighty-five centimes those quotations show what an extensive range the operations of the jew medici covered it may be added that although some articles of his commerce were decidedly illicit he had never got himself into any trouble the jew comprehended on his entrance that he had come at a favourable time in fact the four friends were at that moment in council under the auspices of a ferocious appetite discussing the grave question of meat and drink it was a sunday at the end of the month sinister day the arrival of medici was therefore hailed by a joyous chorus for they knew that he was too saving of his time to spend it in visits of polite ceremony his presence announced business good evening gentlemen said the jew how are you all colline said rodolphe who was studying the horizontal line at full length on his bed do the hospitable give our guest a chair a guest is sacred i salute abraham in you added he colline took an armchair about as soft as iron and shoved it towards the jew saying suppose for once you were sinna you are a great sinner you know and take this seat oh 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 shouted the others looking at the floor to see if it would not open and swallow up the philosopher meanwhile the jew let himself fall into the armchair and was just going to cry out at its hardness when he remembered that it was one which he himself had sold to colline for a deputy's speech as the jew sat down his pockets re-echoed with a silvery sound melodious symphony which threw the four friends into a reverie of delight the accompaniment seems pretty said rodolphe aside to marcel now for the air 
monsieur marcel said medicis i have merely come to make your fortune that is to say i offer you a superb opportunity of making your entry into the artistic world art you know is a barren root of which glory is the oasis father medicis cried marcel on the tenterhooks of impatience in the name of your revered patron saint fifty per cent be brief here it is continued medicis a rich amateur who is collecting a gallery destined to make the tour of europe has charged me to procure him a series of remarkable works i come to offer you admission into this museum in a word to buy your passage of the red sea money down asked marcel specie replied the jew making the orchestra pockets strike up do you accept a serious offer asked colline of course i do shouted rodolphe don't you see you wretch that he is talking of tin is there nothing sacred for you atheist that you are colline mounted on a table and assumed the attitude of harpocrates the god of silence push on medicis said marcel exhibiting his picture i wish to leave you the honour of fixing the price of this work which is above all price the jew placed on the table a hundred and fifty francs in new coin well what more said marcel that's only the prologue monsieur marcel replied the jew you know that my first offer is my last i shall add nothing reflect a hundred and fifty francs that is a sum it is oh, a very small sum said the artist there is that much worth of cobalt in my pharaoh's robe make it a round sum at any rate square it off say two hundred i won't add a sou said medicis but i stand dinner for the company wine to any extent going 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 shouted colline with three blows of his fist on the table no one speaks gone well it's a bargain said marcel i will send for the picture to-morrow said the jew and now gentlemen to dinner the four friends descended the staircase singing the chorus of the huguenots a table a table medicis treated the bohemians in a really magnificent way and gave them their choice of a number of dishes which until then were completely unknown to them henceforward hot lobster ceased to be a myth with schaunard who contracted a passion for it that bordered on delirium the four friends departed from the gorgeous banquet as drunk as a vintage day marcel's intoxication was near having the most deplorable consequences in passing by his tailors at two in the morning he absolutely wanted to wake up his creditor and pay him the hundred and fifty francs on account a ray of reason which flashed across the mind of colline stopped the artist on the border of this precipice a week after marcel discovered in what gallery his picture had been placed while passing through the faubourg st honore he stopped in the midst of a group which seemed to regard with curiosity a sign that was being put up over a shop door the sign was neither more nor less than marcel's picture which medicis had sold to a grocer only the passage of the red sea had undergone one more alteration and been given one more new name it had received the addition of a steamboat and was called the harbour of marseilles the curious bystanders were bestowing on it a flattering ovation marcel returned home in ecstasy at his triumph muttering to himself vox populi vox dii end of chapter sixteen recording by expatriate in bangor maine